This is the Ryder and Lisa Replay. Brought to you by Action Furnace. Fixed right or it's free. Queen Elizabeth II passed away. At 96, I suppose we were all like aware that this day was going to happen at some point. Mm -hmm. But it's still surprising. Apparently the first person that was told about the Queen's death outside of Buckingham Palace was Britain's new Brand new Prime Minister, mm. Liz Truss. All right. That's heavy. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> it's like her second day on the job. One of your Whoa. best friends moved to England about four years ago. And it's so funny because she's from St. Albert, but you can hear that she's developing a, an, accent. an accent in this clip. <laughs> but she was uh, just working like 10 minutes away, caught wind that this might be happening. This is before the official announcement was made. Went down to Buckingham Palace, and this is even before the news broke, and then the news broke while she was there, so mm -hmm. we they, have... They her... knew bad news was coming, Correct. I think, right? Yeah, I think all of us kind of knew what was happening when they made the uh, announcement that she wasn't well yesterday, but this is the recap from Lisa's best friend who was at Buckingham Palace when the news broke. So at about five to six, I went down to Buckingham Palace. It was about a 10-minute walk from where I work. At 6.30 on the dot, we were all standing in front of the main gates, the door, and the English flag just lowered to half-mast. And there was an audible, just like sigh, gasp, awe through the whole crowd, and it was silent. Because obviously the half-mast had meant that the Queen had in fact passed away. And after about a minute of silence, someone on the far right side of the crowd just started singing God save the Queen. And the entire group, which was now almost a few thousand people in front of Buckingham Palace, started singing God save the Queen. And eventually it kept happening and throughout the night it became God save the King because the minute that the Queen passes, the power does go directly to the King. So that is what they would have sang at that time of losing the Queen as well. Overall, it was such a wild experience just between the moments of silence, the way that it was presented, and then the singing and the people around us. And slowly people started showing up with more and more flowers, um, laying them at the front of the gates and sticking them in the gates. By the end of the evening, after an hour, there was already hundreds of flowers within the gates. In fact, this morning when I went to the local um, food shop, there wasn't a flower in sight. So it's just, it's been really wild. Pretty special that she was able to like be there for such a significant moment in history. Yep, she was sending me some pictures and videos and it, she's not lying when she says that there was like silence because mm. she did a scan of the crowd of thousands of people and they're all just silently kind of weeping to themselves. It's heavy it's kind of eerie yeah and then there was a double rainbow behind buckingham palace right after the flag lowered there's i have a photo of that i should actually get her permission and post that on plato 7 because it's pretty powerful well do you think maybe that's just a trick up the royal family's sleeve they have like, they a, have like a fake a rainbow, rainbow machine creator. that's my next conspiracy <laughs> The roast went so well last night. I am going to say it now. That will not be our last roast. Yeah, we should almost make it a regular thing called Rider's Roast, but have someone else as 
the person, the person getting, getting roasted. roasted. I'll just be the like host master yes. or whatever. You did an absolute smash up job hosting last night. I was Thank telling you. you this. The vibes of the room were terrific, and I credit you for a lot of that. Yeah. It was uh, it was a really really fun night. Thank you. Feel yeah. like trash today because Pilsners yeah. were on special. I'm just gonna sleep all day today. I'm gonna be like, <laughs> I deserve this nap. Okay, now we said that we weren't going to uh, air much because it was fairly inappropriate, right? But I've managed to go through all of the audio and pick out some of my favorite parts. So for the remainder of the show, we're going to slip in a, a few of the funnier moments from last night. We had two incredible headliners, mm-hmm. uh, one being Scott Belford, the other being Sterling Scott. So I have a couple of their chirps towards me. Once again, it was my 40th birthday, so we did a roast at the Cabin Pub and Party. Here's what Scott had to say. Ryder is actually known as a very, very good friend, as long as that friendship doesn't inconvenience him in any way. (laughs) That's why he's always having those epic house parties. It's because he's too fat and lazy to leave his house. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Sterling jumped up and just pointed out some of the things that he was noticing uh, about the room. He is so funny. We've had him on our show for Friendship Friday before, Mm -hmm. and we need to bring him back again. 100%. Yeah. This is the whitest roast I've ever been to in my life. (laughs) Giving out oil changes? What kind of cracker is that? (laughs) Getting excited, too. Like, ooh, I hope I get me an oil change. We were giving away oil changes. Yeah, thanks to OK Tire, yeah. we love. Um, but the more he was like making fun of it, I was like, okay, that is really funny. Yeah. Because <laughs> people were pumped when their names were drawn. So good. Uh, the observational humor to me, like you got to bow down to comedians that can mm. come in. They read the room. It's not something they pre-wrote before they came. Yeah, yeah. They are finding out 100%. little things about the crowd there that night. And yeah. then they just go up there and roast there's, everyone. There's something special about feeling like a joke was written for that moment, oh, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, and there was a lot of that well, last night. and it was funny because Grant Johnson also was up as uh, someone that was roasting you that night, but it's fun when you go up and you can roast everyone else that's roasting mm-hmm. because Grant thought of in the moment about Sterling Scott. He's like, we all know that you got um, a comedy deal with Kevin Hart, but you didn't. That doesn't mean you had to borrow his suit tonight. And like, <laughs> just something as simple as that is so funny. Yeah, yeah. And Sterling loved it. Just came across an article about uh, different ways to ramp up the uh, the chance of getting some. Nice. <laughs> and it's not making that noise. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know if that would work. While looking at your partner, oh, that would God. work. Or like someone in a bar. <laughs> hey, what's up, girl? <laughs> so I just want to see where you're at with some of these suggestions. These are from experts, okay? Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, first up, go furniture shopping. Uh... <laughs> they say it helps amp up the romance. Okay. You like test out some couches together. The mattresses. The mattresses. You're like, ooh, the buoyancy on this one would be fun. This one's good. I don't know. The employees at Leon's are like, ma'am, you take your shoes off, your honor. (laughs) And put your shirt back on. (laughs) (laughs) So does that one get the green light or the red light? I mean, I I, sure. Give it a shot. If you're listening right now and you're trying to 
get that spice back in your world? I mean, these, these are experts. Try a costume change is another suggestion. Uh, Halloween is approaching. No, no, I, I think... What do you mean? It just means, like, rather than wearing that long Shania Twain t-shirt that has the armpit stains to bed every night. Oh. Like, I'm just, I'm just giving an Why example. People should try uh, showing up in a mascot suit. I think they just mean, like... Try to wear something sexy. Maybe go and get a new pair of pajamas mm. or wear your best undies. Yeah. I, I don't know. Green light. That's a green. All yeah, right. these, this is a good list. The experts know what they're talking about. This is a suggestion mainly for the, the fellas, I think. Uh, for busy moms, the biggest obstacle to intimacy is exhaustion. So mm-hmm. let your lady friend in a straight couple situation okay. uh, have a nap. During the day. And there's more of a chance that you'll knock boots at night. Well, because they can't say, I'm too tired. You'd be like, well, what well, about that nap what about I let that, you have? What about that two and a half hour I gave you? <laughs> <laughs> okay, green light. Making eye contact. So staring into each other's eyes. And even if it's uh, a little bit cheesy, can can get the blood going. I'm wondering if couples that are listening right now, maybe you're driving, commuting together... Like, if you really think about it, when is the last time you had that deep eye contact connection that mm-hmm. wasn't discussing chores or what's next on or your bro- schedule? Broken or... with an eye roll. Yeah. You know? Green light. Have a little stare down tonight. Let us know how it works. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and the next suggestion is tune out. Jordan just wrote in saying, I can definitely vouch for the eye contact one. We just got married on Saturday. Oh, my gosh. Congrats. And it was uh, all eye contact at the ceremony. Eye contact during our first day. That day ended and then the night got busy. Worked. It worked. Awesome. Uh, But then Ashley wrote in saying, last time I went furniture shopping with my fiance, we were there for three hours. And got in a fight. Yeah, he could not decide (laughs) on a couch. Just decide already. They like left mad at each other. (laughs) That's so funny. Love it. Uh, So the tune out, I want to get a little bit deeper into that one. Yes, please do. Means especially at night. That you'll put your phones away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Okay, so green light on that. Green light. Excuse me. And finally, uh, get the wheels spinning early. Can you elaborate? So plant the seed of, like, tonight's the night with that voice. (laughs) What's wrong with you? (laughs) Ryder did not get enough sleep last night. (laughs) I sound like a troll. Are you from the Lord of the Rings? Yeah, are you under a, a bridge? <laughs> yeah, did I say that, girl? <laughs> and the girl's like, uh, I don't think lose so. my number. Yeah, no kidding. We are joined by caller seven, Amanda, who is just off for a weekend in Saskatchewan. Nice. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right, Amanda, have you gotten through with the 1K wordplay before? No, never. Okay, but you know how it works? Yes, I do. Perfect. Who is your teammate this morning, Amanda? You know what? Since we're going to Saskatchewan, I'm going to go with Ryder. Yeah. Nice work. Get out of here, Ryder. All so, right. Explain uh, the game a little. I will. So if you're listening for the first time, 1K Wordplay, we play this every weekday around this time. Caller 7 gets to play. Ryder and I both come up with five words. We don't tell each other what those words are. And then Caller 7 gets to pick a teammate. That person leaves the room. 
and I'm going to say these five words to Amanda. She's going to tell me the first word that comes to her mind. And when Ryder comes back in, for every word that matches up, it's 25 bucks. If all five of them match, $1,000. Let's do this, Amanda. Okay. What is the first word that comes to your mind when I say remote? TV. Pretzel. Salt. Crime. Jail. Hold. H-O-L-D. Hold. Baby. And the last word, Amanda, what's the first word that comes to mind when I say sleeve? Shirt. Good answer. Okay. Come on in, Ryder. Okay, you did great. First time playing. I know that the nerves can get the best of people, but I think I'm, I think she crushed it. Okay. Okay. Are you ready, Ryder? Let's win her at least twenty-five bucks. Oh, for sure. For we'll sure. Do that. Yeah. What's the first word that comes to your mind when I say remote? Control. Oh, it's TV. <sighs> we were all thinking TV. No, no. Both were great answers. <laughs> What's the first word that comes to mind when I say sleeve? Shirt? Yes. All right. We're off and running. <laughs> we got you 25 bucks. Let's make it 50. Pretzel. Salty? <gasps> yes. Hey, hey. Oh, my gosh. I thought for sure you'd say snack or something. That's amazing. Or like thirsty, you know? Mm-hmm. Or soft, yeah. I was thinking. Okay. Wow, Amanda, we got you 50 bucks. Let's keep that going. Crime. Okay. Police? Uh, Jail. Mm. Both really good answers, though. Stoppers was my other answer. (laughs) That's awesome. Okay, so we got 50 bucks for Amanda. Let's make it uh, 75. What's the first word that comes to mind when I say hold? Baby? (gasps) Yes! All right. When I wrote that, in my mind, I was like, oh, it's like hug. Like, I would think of hug. Hmm. Congratulations, Amanda. You picked up 75 bucks before your weekend away in Saskatchewan. Uh, That'll get you roughly 48 Pilsners. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we got the husband in the car. That's amazing. Enjoy your weekend. Drive safe, hey? Thank you. Take care, guys. Joined by Natalie, caller seven, who is our judge for the clean joke off. Three rounds, potentially. You just pick whose joke you like better. Are we ready for round one? Yeah. Yes. Did you know that people wearing glasses aren't allowed to play football? That's because it's a contact sport. <laughs> what do you call a boat full of polite football players? A good sportsmanship. <laughs> I feel like mine was better. Who won the first round, Natalie? Definitely Lisa. Yes. Okay. Next round. Why didn't the skeleton play football? His heart wasn't in it. Mm, no. My wife just left me. She says it's because my life revolves around football and she's sick of it. I'm pretty upset. We were together for seven seasons. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely right. Okay, round three. three. Let's go. Make it count. Why are centipedes not allowed to play on bug football teams? It takes too long to put their cleats on. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So dumb. And finally, Natalie, I'd say BC has the best team in the CFL, but I'd be lying. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to go with Lisa. No! Well, mine was...
was cute. Whatever. This yeah. is trash. I hate this contest. Enjoy the game this weekend, <laughs> Natalie. Enjoy the weather. Thank you. So last night was uh, the roast of me for my 40th birthday, and it was ruthless and awesome. Mm-hmm. I had high expectations for the evening, and I think every comedian that jumped up exceeded my expectations. I'm last so night. glad to hear that because you had no idea what was to come. No, and like there was, there were so many burns back to back to back that like I needed a break a couple times. Yeah. But there wasn't really a break. <laughs> I, just, <kept laughs> I just needed going. one. Yeah. yeah. So we have some of our favorite moments that are appropriate for the radio. Mm-hmm. Uh, I ended up in this a summer wooden picnic chair that's painted like a Pilsner can. Yes. Uh, but it was a little bit too low, so we had to boost it with milk crates. So that's what Sterling Scott, who is one of our headliners, uh, is pointing out here. This is how you know you ain't shit. He wanted to be on top of the world, and we put him on top of four crates. <laughs> That we found in the alley. <laughs> Speaking of shit, we found in the alley. Thank you, Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> he was so good. Yeah. Uh, you were very good as well. He won Canada's top radio person under 30. Now that he's 40, though, no one cares. That was so long ago. That's like people talking about O.J. Simpson, but it's about his football career. <laughs> Not relatable anymore. Pretty sure there's an update since. <laughs> Pretty sure there's an update, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Uh, I got a chance to get up there and chirp back yes, at the, the re- likes of Scott Belford, our other headliner, and Grant Johnson. The retaliation is the most anticipating part of the night. Yeah, yeah. And Jana, who uh, does the show after us, she was on fire last night. There was just ongoing jokes about how she goes number two here at the office and like clogs the toilets, which... <laughs> None of it was true. None of it's true, but she said as soon as the roast was over, she went to use the washroom, and like three people on her way were like, are you going to take a huge... Awesome. It's just like, my reputation is ruined in yeah. this city forever. This is uh, one of my clapbacks. I believe this one was to uh, Scott, maybe? Scott did radio in high-level Alberta for a brief time, which is like saying you're the head chef at Arby's. And this was uh, a chirp back at Grant Johnson, who does the show next to us. Uh, he got me good a few times, so I didn't feel bad at all about this joke. Grant grew up in a farming community in Saskatchewan, and his family's fairly religious. They spent a lot of time praying that he'd fall in the well. <laughs> you even got my daughter involved? Yeah, so we got her up on the screen. And uh, just throughout the night, we had some solid burns from Charlie. One of the kids in my class um, asked if my dad was the A&W guy, you know, from the commercials. Um, he's not, but it does look like he's been living off of it for the past 10 years. <laughs> Another solid burn from Charlie. The Ryder and Lisa Replay. Brought to you by Action Furnace. Fixed right or it's free. Play 107.